How can we make the world better? By making ourselves better. The Dr. Joe Show explores how you can make positive personal change by using his groundbreaking and highly effective I Am approach to understand who we are and why we do what we do. Your small changes can have big effects. Join us now for the Dr. Joe Show with Mark Stiles of Stiles Law and your host, Dr. Joe Schrand. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Joe Show. Ooh, that was really good. Wasn't it? it? Yeah, well, I, I tell you, I, have you been practicing? I think No. That, you don't. Zero. This Not is, once. This is just your Once natural, a week, this is what I do. Natural talent. Don't fib. You've been practicing. <laughs> that was Thank you, Beneptitude. What were we calling him? I'm sorry. Ben. Benipotent. The Benipotent. Ben Benipotent. Benipotent, who is Thank you, Ben. Studio producer. Thank you, Ben. So, speaking of studio. Yeah. We're we going to switch it up a little bit tonight. Do we have a guest tonight? We have guests. Yep. Good, good. We have guests. Yes. We have one of my most dear and long-term friends. Oh. Probably my best friend on the planet. Really? Yeah. That's from Miami, Florida, Leroy Foster. From Miami, Florida. Straight from Miami. Yes. Leroy and his Foster. son what, Leroy? and his son Tyler Drew touchdown. T D Foster is here tonight. Howdy. Hey, that was good. <laughs> and now he's cracking up. They were ref- they said they were not going to speak on the microphone and we're two minutes in and we're already talking. Too I late. It. They did I love it. it. Was that okay? So, so Tyler, that, you, you did great. You feeling okay now? Yeah. Yeah, you put right into the microphone. Go ahead. A little, a little. There we go. So, Dr. Joe, they're in town because uh, TD here, Tyler, his uh, he's being recruited by a number of colleges in our area to play football and study academics. Study academics? Study, mm, yeah, help yeah. me out with that. Okay. What should I say? So in other words, so you're going to be... Study stuff. A, a scholarly football player. Student scholar athlete. athlete. A yes, student So the, check athlete. out the schools that want... Student first, right, Leroy? Absolutely. And not an athlete, athletic yeah, student. Absolutely. But a student athlete. That's great. So he'll be great. doing that next year. Wonderful. Uh, after his senior year upcoming. Yeah. But he's got schools. He's going to see Brown. Wow. Dartmouth. Good, good schools. Harvard. These are all. Uh, there's Davidson. Yeah, but Cornell. Cornell. So they're all. They Ivy. all would like this gentleman to be part of their school. Ivy League. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. So you must be doing great in school right now. Yes, sir. Yeah, and so you're in eleventh grade, going into twelfth. Yes, sir. And so they're already recruiting you. So were there scouts out there like checking you out? They've they've hit me up on Twitter and um, emailed me and invited me to the camps that I'm going to, but I just want to um, show them what I could do in person because they've seen my film. I sent it to them, but I want to show them what I could do in person as well. That's great, isn't it? Cool. Yeah, and that makes so much sense, right? It's one thing seeing you, uh, you know, on, on video, but seeing what you can do because plus they can... I think it's a part of like let's see what let's see if he's what his character is like, right? Let's Absolutely. see if he's going to be part of our team, right? And help with the chemistry, and right? You already see, right? Yes, sir, and all that. He's, he says and does all the right things. So they're going to gets it from him. his mother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, as they say. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Although I do so know it's pretty some, exciting. Some apples that have rolled away, <laughs> but in general, they do great. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. So, uh, Leroy, you must—I don't mean to put words on it. Kind of proud about this. Uh, I'm ecstatic about it. You know, he's showing all the hard work that uh, 
his mother and I put in yeah. and, and all the great things he can accomplish if he really applies himself. And we stress, being teachers, that uh, academics is first. No matter what athletic ability you have, you can get injured at any time. Something can go mm-hmm. wrong at any time. What are you going to fall back on? Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're pressing him 100 miles an hour, 100 pounds a day to be as strong academically as he is athletically. Absolutely. Are you okay with that? Yes, sir. <laughs> See? If your dad was not in the room, would you be okay with that? Yes, sir. You'd have to be because you would still be on the radio and your dad could hear yeah. you. So, yeah. yeah. So that's a yes, sir. That's great. That's right. It's wonderful. It's awesome. So it's great to see them. So we're hosting them. They're going to headquarter at our place, and they're bouncing. They went and uh, checked out a couple prep schools today. They're also going to uh, it's Brown on Saturday. We, we got uh, Dartmouth on Sunday. So fun-filled spending some time. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's been a while to catch up with these guys. You know, I mean, yeah. I haven't seen Tyler since he was five. Wow. You know, so you can see how long it's been since I've seen my buddy Leroy. Right. And how did you and Leroy? We went to high school together. You went to high That's school right. together. That's right. Isn't that just, I just love that. You want to tell him the real story? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we can <laughs> definitely want to hear that. Is that? I'm not sure what the real story is. I just immediately jumped to no. Yeah, because I've known it's it. the uh, Sprite oh, can. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we met. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's deflecting. That. You know it's good. Oh, that's it's right. awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. This is this is it, the... it, it is good, and it's 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 uh, authentic. And genuine. Right. It might actually come up in this conversation okay. because the the theme for tonight yep. is who is Dr. Joe. Right. Oh. And what is his deal? Hmm. That's what I actually That's posted on Facebook. Who is Dr. Is Joe really? and what's his deal? Yeah, so this is... to so learn more about and, Dr. Joe. And, and we may come back to that story. We will, because we're going to thread in the IM. But also because this is the Dr. Joe show, not the Dr. No show. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so we're definitely showing. I, right. So we're going to talk okay. to you, Thank you tonight about your IM approach, though. I would be delighted to And as the, the listeners have listened... Yep. Uh, so loyally and Thank consistently, you. they hear us talk about the I am approach, right? And we, yep. we thread it into a lot of the conversations that we have with our guests. But for those who are popping in and popping out and are wondering, what is the I am approach? What mm-hmm. is the I am approach? What is it? Um, it is the idea that people are just doing the best they can at every moment in time. So we, we, we will definitely expand into that and i i'm very honored and grateful that we're going to do it because yeah. really it, it, it's it's something that i think once people understand it it's so simple um and it's so easily applied every day and every moment i really think it could have an impact and can change things you know not not to be all narcissistic about it that's not the idea at all the idea is i think we've got something here that can just help people feel better about themselves, but more importantly about helping other people feel better about themselves. Every one of the books that I've written, you know, because I wrote these four yep. books, right? Um, every one of them, the theme really behind them is not just about how you help yourself, but really how you help other people, which then leaves you a better person when you help other people. For those listeners listening, you can hear in Dr. Joe's voice, he's, he's trying to deflect, but what he's got here is really some impressive, impressive information that 
we've talked about it and he's he's hesitated but we re I really wanted to dig into it because it's so important for a lot of people to hear and you know you're humble about it right I mean you've written the four books and you don't really you're not a, a tremendous self-promoter right you're you have star phobia as I've said to Kathleen <laughs> before in the past so what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna make you the guest tonight, okay. and we're gonna interview you and talk about your I am approach and what what it's all about. I think that would be great. Okay, we're so, gonna do it. So how does this? All right. How enough does this, about everybody else. Let's right. talk about you, Doctor Joe. Exactly. Enough about who is enough Dr. about me. Joe. Enough about me. How'd you like my books? Right. 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 I love that. Exactly. All right. So, so Doctor Joe is on Zoom. I was on Zoom. We all realize that now. Yeah. Okay. So we've had some Zoom reunions. So people who have been loyal listeners are. Uh, he's Joe from Zoom. I'm Joe. Leroy's, Leroy. Leroy right. didn't know that. I'm Joe. He's Joe from Zoom. Nineteen seventy. Ben, you got the Holy Zoom music crap. there, maybe? Right. We Did you remember Joe? We from were Zoom? talking about Zoom today. My wife and really? I. Really? Doing the little. Yeah, that's Bernadette. Zoom, thing. Zoom, Zoom, that's I right. Zoom. That's right. Bernadette was season three. Correct. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's called the Law of Attraction, by the Isn't way. Isn't it funny? Isn't that called the Law of Attraction? Right people there. get attracted to Zoom? No. No. Anyway. Anyway. So we're, we'll move past okay. that. So Dr. Joe, you right. don't like to be uh, the center of attention. I mean, you don't, really. I mean, we've got we've had conversations about drug story theater, right? Right. Let's, in full disclosure, I truly believe that drug story theater will be... If distributed properly, when 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 distributed properly, yep. will end this opioid epidemic. Thank you. Specifically, by how that concept has come to life, where and for those folks who haven't followed up on Drug Story Theater, which is what Dr. Joe, which I call him Jonas Salk, <laughs> is doing, is he has recovering teen addicts playing out in psychodrama mm -hmm. on stage a lot of the historical facts that happened to them growing up that's right during their seduction and addiction to opioids that's or, right. or or such sometimes the parents are involved in yep. the show so folks if you haven't seen drug story theater go on the website there drug story theater ER because some of them right. end up in the ER right, right? dot org dot org because we're nonprofit check it out donate to that as well but what they're doing is unbelievable because what they're doing is not only they're helping the recovering addicts which is a small segment of society but they're spreading the message out to sixth and seventh graders to right. proactively beat them to the punch that's and right some of the really cool part of, uh, parts within the show is they'll stop the show, mm -hmm. pull out the uh, whiteboard, and explain what's actually going on in the brain, the yep. adolescent brain, as the brain is maturing or not maturing, if the matter yep. be. So, folks, um, check that out. Now, when we talk about that, when I call him, you know, Jonas Salk, he gets you know humbled. But really, this is some this is this is once a generation type of stuff and. And if we can get this out, yeah, then I truly believe that the epidemic will not be an epidemic. Uh, and I do too. And you know, the slogan of Drug Story Theater is the treatment of one becomes the prevention of many. And that's what these kids are doing. These kids are in their active treatment and they're getting up in front of other kids and the courage that it takes to do that. I mean, I, I, I get goosebumps every time I think about what they do. And they get up there 
and they are doing so many different things by telling their stories. And they're not just telling their stories. It's not like, you know, a commitment uh, in an AA meeting, right. which are great, where you get up and say, I'm so-and-so, and this is what I've done. Yeah. It's a play. And as Mark says, in between each scene, these kids step out of character, and they do these presentations teaching audience about adolescent brain development. So um, if if you guys are interested in donating to that, mm-hmm. here is a really simple way to do it. A lot of people use Amazon to buy things. So if you go to Amazon Smile, mm-hmm. which is uh, still Amazon, you can actually designate Drug Story Theater as your charity of choice. And every purchase that you make, you don't pay an extra penny for it, but Amazon will donate a portion of the price of your purchase to Drug Story Theater. Right. And you know, maybe we maybe get a couple of hundred bucks here and there, but if, if a lot of people start doing this, we can really do this, because we're a nonprofit. You know, we, we could use whatever help we can Correct. to build this out. Blue Cross Blue Shield, you know, has partnered with us. We're so proud of that. They have given us quite a bit of funding. Yeah. But it's still, you know, we want to build this out. Right. And not let just everybody know about let it. Let everybody know about not it. Not just our region. And this is where, I mean, this, because the kids are so amazing, and, and we're always looking for new kids to be part of this. So any kid in recovery, you know, you can contact us through drugsforytheater.org. Go to the Contact Us page. Let us know. We're always actively recruiting new kids. <clears throat> We're going to be starting a new troupe in September to build a whole new show. We've got, we'll have three shows, actor shows running by September. And it's amazing. And this is the one place where I know, I know, you know, my last name is Shrand. You've heard me say this. I get Shrandiose. <laughs> but this one, Mark's right. We can do something nationwide, if not internationally, because the brain is a brain is a brain. We can bring this all over the place, and folks, I'm telling you, it's it's, you know, it's special. It's special because we got yeah. we got some great people working with me to get this done. And it probably helps the IM of those kids who are acting out their yes. situations. So let's talk about so the let's IM. So let's talk about the IM. All right. So what is the IM? So the idea is this. Um, I believe that everyone is doing the best they can at every moment in time, and I call that. An I am. So, if you were to look at it, and, and if you if you go on um, the Dr. Joe Facebook page, yeah. you'll see this icon, and it's this circle with a capital I, capital M in the middle of it, and it's surrounded by four domains. That's the I am logo, and if you want, you know, to sort of look at that or visualize it in your head. So here's the idea: everyone's doing the best they can at every moment in time with the potential to change in the very next second, and that's your new I am. This is so who I on. am. So hold on, let's, so let's, let's dig into that okay. for a second. Okay. Everyone's doing the best that they can at that moment at in time. At that moment in time. But yet they know that they, I mean, oftentimes, you know, make it personal, right? Yep. Oftentimes I'm like, uh, I'm definitely not at my best right now. So I'm at my best not at my best? Yes. Is that, is that the theory? That's absolutely right. Okay. Right. right. And, and the thing is, you know, if you have that insight and say, well, I'm not at my best right now, well, that's your best right now, is to have the insight that you're not at your best. The danger that we run into as human beings is when we see ourselves at not our best, which is close to being broken or not doing as well as we can, we begin to judge ourselves. 
And when we begin to judge ourselves, a lot of things can happen. We can become angry, anxious, sad, and then we can perpetuate this idea that we're not doing the best we can. Not only am I not doing the best I can, but I'm angry about it, as if somehow that's a wrong, you know, wrong thing, or I'm anxious, or I'm worried. What we really are looking at with the I am is saying, forget all of that. Forget this idea of sickness for a moment. Forget the idea of, you know, in medicine we call it pathology. Forget the idea that people are broken. Let's, instead of worrying, let's wonder. It's much more interesting to wonder than to worry. You know, I mean, and I'm going to turn it to our guests. Okay. Just think about this for a moment. Get isn't ready, it, Tyler. Pay attention. Is, hasn't, <laughs> and I have four kids. You've got kids, Mark, right? Yeah. Is it more interesting and rewarding to be amazed at who your child is than to dis be disappointed in who they aren't? Extremely. It's, right? It's awesome. Yeah. I have uh, several times uh, my middle son baffles me all the time at the dinner table. Some of the discussions that he's able to come up with and we just look at each other, where did that come from? And, you know, he's quirky, he's a clown, but at those moments, he's just like, well, let's talk about the Russian War of 1820. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, right. it just goes. Yeah. It's so cool, isn't oh, it? It's amazing. Right. It's amazing. As opposed and to saying, what, what is he talking about? Exactly. That's what are right. you doing now? And, 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 and our kids are so tuned in to what we think or feel about them. Mm -hmm. They really are. They may not want to admit it. None of us may want to admit that, that we're true, interested. Well, what do you think? Is it true, Tyler? True what? Are you worried about what uh, your parents think about you? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. And what do you worry about? Whether I'm doing the right thing. Right. And so that is part of the I am approach okay. as well. Right? So who are we? Who am I? From upstate New York. No. No, no, no. <laughs> No. See, I don't know no, that no, well. No. Born in Cape Town. Cape Town, that's Cape right. Cape Town, South Africa. That's right. That's Where right. Yeah, Cape many Town. years ago. I wanted to be close to my mother. She and then you Cape moved Town. to New York. Really? Uh, well, then I moved to London. Right. And then over to Boston, and then back to London, and then back to Cape Town. I'm not Town. doing a very good job matter. interviewing All right, you. so let's go back to this. So okay. here's the I am, right? Yes. So who am I? Who I? So here are the, what I think the four influences okay, let's are. Do that. And again, this is back in 1982. When I started really thinking about this, when you were um, ten, I was. Thank you. I was a little older than that. I had finished uh, college and I had um, started a theater company in Boston for a little bit. Went back to New York. I'd gone to Sarah Lawrence and I'd studied uh, something called sociobiology, which is the genetics of behavior. Did a lot of theater, uh, and I was also studying Zen Buddhism, ah. which was really interesting because all of these things is I. Realize years later began to synthesize. So, back in 1982, I was studying uh, to do my pre-med stuff, and I was studying physics. Everybody still awake? Yes. Yeah, physics. Cause, cause, physics. Cause, right. Because whenever I say physics, exactly. People force equals mass, mass right. times distribution. Exactly. Right. Well, so, awesome. mass times acceleration, but acceleration. that's acceleration. Okay. There you go. Again. Distribution. Yeah. Distribution. Yeah. Distribution. That's okay. Maybe these days. Yeah. All right. So in physics, and we were talking about this off air a little bit. In physics. The symbol capital I stands for potential current, for electricity. 
Yeah. In 82, I thought, well, what if we just flip it upside down? And instead of calling it a potential current, we call it a current potential. And what if we started looking at everyone at a maximum current potential, doing the best they can at this moment with the potential to change in the very next second? And at the time, it was called IMAX, but due to various reasons, we switched it over to IM. And the reason was because when I came out with my third book, which was The Fear Reflex, yep. that's when I introduced the whole IM approach. Got it. All right. So we are influenced by four domains. Your home domain. No one's going to argue, right, that your home has had an influence on who you are today, right? Yeah. And you think about your childhood, you mm -hmm. think about, you know, the home you grew up in, you know that that is still influencing some of the decisions that you make and how you perceive yourself even today, yeah. right now. The next domain is the social domain, which is the rest of the world. It's everything other than your home domain. The home is given a special place of honor because it is so unique. But then there's the rest of the world. And that social domain is everything else. So it's us being here at WATD. It's maybe, you know, going out for coffee. It's being at work. It's driving down the street. Yeah. And you know that the stuff that happens at home can have an influence on the choices you make in the rest of the world, in the social domain, and vice versa. So these two domains are outside of who we are, outside of our body, but they influence our I am. And they influence the two internal domains. The first domain is your biological domain of your brain and body, right? And think about this, you know, this is, am I on medicine for diabetes or am I digesting my lunch? Am I just waking up? Am I walking down the street? Am I exercising? The biological domain of your brain and body is always doing the best it can. Why do we keep thinking of things as disease? Mm. Right? I mean, the, a cell is always responding the best it can to the world within and without it. Cause okay, so what about, what about the bad guys? Well, wait, wait, wait. There's a fourth all domain. Right, right. Let me get to the right. fourth <laughs> domain. Because the fourth domain, I think, is so critical. And that's what I call the IC. It's my current concept of myself. So just like I am is my current maximum potential, I see is my current concept. How do I see myself? But more importantly, how do I think other people see right, me? Right. How do people see me? And that's what we're talking about every step of the way. Whether we want to admit it or not, we are interested in what other people think or feel. Right. That's empathy. That's theory of mind. We were talking a little bit about theory of mind off the air. You can't see someone's mind, so you theorize what are they thinking or feeling. And when I when I was thinking of the I am in 1982, I had no idea about theory of mind. I had no idea in medicine about something called the biopsychosocial model, which is trying to explain disease. And now I've realized that I've taken the biopsychosocial and expanded it by adding theory of mind. How do I think someone is thinking about me? I can't see their mind, so I have to guess. I have to guess. And depending on what my influences are at home in the social domain, I may think that people see me as less than, right. which is still my I am. But now I have a roadmap where I can step back and say, okay, what's going on in any one of the four domains that that's the best I can do without judging it? And so it doesn't mean you have to like it. Yep. It doesn't mean you have to <clears throat> condone it. It's not a free ride. You're going to be held responsible because what you do has an effect on other people. There are natural consequences to behavior. 
And your I am, as I've realizing just over the last few years, your I am doesn't even mean you're going to win. But instead of judging ourselves or other people as less than, let's look again at why people do what they do. So think about those words. Look again. Again, look. Again, like to repeat something or R-E. Look like spect, like spectator, spectacles. So this is to again look or respect what other people are doing. And think about that word, respect. When's the last time you got angry at someone you really believed, you really believed was treating you with respect? It's impossible. It's right, it really is. And I, and I think that has the same reliability as gravity. Apples don't fall up, and the brain does not get angry when it feels respected. Right. And that's what the I am is. The I am is all about respect. But even more, respect is what leads to value. So when I am respecting you, your IC domain realizes that, and you begin to feel more valuable. So your IC domain is being influenced by someone at home or the rest of the world who sees you as valuable, and you know that you feel differently in your biological domain. You feel differently when you feel respected than when you feel disrespected, and you know that's true because it's had an effect on your biological domain. And it's respect that leads to value, and value leads to trust, and trust is what we really need so people can share their secrets with each other, so people can take chances, so people can make mistakes, which was what Miss Frizzle was doing, to take it back to Sophie. Miss Frizzle was Sophie's role model for science. She was a cartoon. You know, make mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes, right? Yeah. But people don't think it's okay to make mistakes. Right. Because it, Why is that? Because they think they're going to be judged as less than and broken. And if you're less than and broken, and this goes into some deep, deep sociobiology and, and biology. So I'm going to just go over this for a moment. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So just to dig into it. So think about this from an evolutionary model for a moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Millions of years ago, as we were evolving, we weren't the biggest animal. We weren't the fastest animal. We weren't the strongest animal. We were these tiny little isolated mammals scurrying around, hoping not to be lunch. We were hoping that we weren't going to be preyed on by some big predator. It was going to just come and eat us. Okay, so that was still our I am, but didn't mean we were going to win. We could get eaten. Right. And then what happened? Then human beings began to form these small social groups small 10 people 20 people and our survival potential increased so dramatically that human beings are now everywhere we're everywhere but in order to access the protection of that group you have to contribute something you have to have value so when we begin to worry that we are being devalued that we don't have value I think it activates this ancient ancient primitive part of us that goes oh my gosh I could be lunch right the I am says okay that's your I am but now let's back up a bit 
because that's the best you can do. But what if we start looking at everyone at an I am, doing the best they can at this moment in time? What I've learned after doing the psychiatry for, Tyler, how old are you? 17. Right, so I've been doing psychiatry like twice as long as you've been alive. <laughs> All right, which is kind of freaky. That's but besides funny. that, I think I've, I've distilled it down to this one thing, and we speak about this on the right. Dr. Joe show. I think everybody wants one thing, the same thing. We just want to feel valued. Mm -hmm. We want to feel valued by somebody else. Now, when you're going to your college application, when you're doing this, it's because you're hoping people will value you to say, hey, we value you so much, here's a scholarship. Right. We want you to come here. We want you to be here. We want you to be part of our group. Everyone wants to feel valuable. I just want people to just think about this. It's not just you. It's everyone. Right. Everyone wants to feel valuable. The I am is saying that everyone's interested in what you think or feel about them through the IC domain. You're part of someone's home or social domain. You're going to have an influence on their biological domain, their brain and body. At every and every moment in time, you can remind someone of their value. You get to choose. You can remind someone of their value every moment. You go into a coffee store, you buy coffee. Look at the difference when you say thank you to mm -hmm. someone versus you just say, yeah, that's your job. You have an effect on them. That's right. So everyone wants to feel valuable. At any and every moment in time, you can remind someone of their value. And then you know what happens when you remind someone of their value? You increase your own value. That's right. And you know that's true. I was talking with, with, with someone today who said, yeah, you know, I, I had this friend. They were so depressed. They thought they, were, they wanted to die. They yeah. were so depressed. And I, I spent time talking with them, reminding them of their value. Yeah. And I said, and how did that make you feel? He said, it made me feel great. Yes. That's right. Because every time you remind someone of their value, you increase your own value. Right. You're now a prize member of this group. So let's think about this. Well, let's expand the group, right? Let's talk about that's it. seeing somebody value somebody else, being a witness to the value. Yeah, that's right. Then you feel good just witnessing yes. it. Yes, and so think about this, folks. Everyone wants to feel valuable. You can remind someone of their value any moment, and every time you do that, you increase your own value, right. and everyone wants to feel valuable. What are we missing here? Right. It's awareness. What if everyone started it's doing awareness. that? It's awareness because I think, again, it's the social domain. So some folks are just raised in a, a devalued negative environment, and that's the baggage they bring with them wherever they go. Yep. You know, and, and I am a, a, a big advocate of optimism and, and trying to spread the optimism around. And some people look at me as though sometimes, you know, it's the, um, you, know, uh, you know, it's like a joke, right? So they're realists, they tell me. Mark, mm -hmm. I'm a realist. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what, what, is, what does that mean? Right. You know, what does that mean? That you're not willing to accept that this world is a beautiful place and that all good things can happen? And you know what's great? That's their I am. Right. And that's the best they're doing at that moment At that moment, moment in, time. in time. But they can change. And it doesn't mean that I'm going to judge them if they don't. That's still their I am. Right. 
you know and you know I, I think earlier you, we, were, we were talking about you know how how people begin to integrate into society we were talking about parents who hover so much over their right. kids that their kids become anxious that they can't succeed that they can't do things that they, they need to be contained thought there's no freedom of thought it's all structured and yeah. you know that's an I am but it doesn't mean you have to like it or condone it but we can understand it without right. judging it right instead of judging those parents and saying you're a terrible parent look what you've done to your child right no that's not what it's about that's not what we need to do we need to step back and wonder instead of worry but wonder is that remarkable part of who we are that's a different part of our brain worrying is part of our limbic system it's this ancient part of our brain that's responsible for emotions and impulses it's helped us survive for a long time but it's about anxiety mm -hmm. worrying is about anxiety and there are different neurochemicals that get released when we're anxious but I think wondering is your prefrontal cortex it is this modern most modern part of our brain it really is what distinguishes us as human beings is this ability to synthesize information and wonder okay so what do I do next you know what are the consequences of what I do now what's gonna happen in the future and yeah we can be worried about it or we can wonder Mm. And I really think there's a difference. And there, I think there's a different chemistry. I know there's a different chemistry that goes along within our brain. So part of what we were talking about was the cortisol response. Mm -hmm. Biological domain. Absolutely. It is responsible for survival when we were these little mammals. So what does cortisol do? Cortisol is a stress hormone. It increases your blood pressure. It increases your heart rate. It increases the way you breathe. Because what you need to do if you're faced with a predator is run away. Right. Or fight it. You have to decide very quickly. It's a fight-flight response. Mm -hmm. It's an I am. Cortisol also is responsible for diverting blood to those muscles from your gut, which is sometimes why, you know, you, you feel sick to your stomach. Mm -hmm. Gut check. Right. Because there's no point digesting lunch if you're about to be lunch. Right. That's the way right. I see it. And it diverts it from your skin. So you get the cold sweat so you can run away. But because it increases your blood pressure, it does another thing, which is it actually increases your ability to clot blood. Why do you think that would be? In case you're attacked. Exactly. In case you're chewed on by a saber-toothed tiger, right? You don't want to bleed out. Right. It increases your immune response. Because if you get bitten by a saber-toothed tiger, it's going to have bacteria, which you need to fight. Now, remember, even bacteria has an IM. Everything is an IM, so the bacteria is doing what it needs to do. Right. Acute stress, that's what your body does. The problem is it does the same thing under chronic stress, and that's what this the book, Manager Stress, is about. So under chronic stress, which a lot of Americans, a lot of people in the world are under chronic stress. Which is living with stress always. That's always. right. So you have an increased blood pressure. You have an increase. Oh, there was another thing that I didn't talk about called brain pull, which is really cool. So the brain, when it's under stress, mm -hmm. has to be able to decide quickly whether it's going to fight or flight, mm -hmm. which means it actually needs more energy. And the way it gets energy, like everything, is through glucose or blood sugar. So it actually draws more blood sugar from the body. In order to draw more blood sugar, it has to suppress the rest of the body, taking up that blood sugar. So it suppresses insulin, 
which is a transport molecule for blood sugar to go mm. into the cells. Wow. Which is why if you have an adrenaline rush, yep. you crash right after. That's right. And so under acute stress, it's perfect. Chronic stress, increased risk of high blood pressure, increased risk of heart attacks because you're clotting blood and you're by sending being blood stressed clots, all day by being long. stressed all day. Increased risk of type 2 diabetes, right? Because you're suppressing your insulin. I lived it. In, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. How so? How did you live it? Uh, <laughs> you you put well, yourself on the spot there. Uh, um, so tell us about your I am when you were living it. Well, I am a football coach. Yeah. And I dealt with so many things that caused tremendous stress throughout the day being a high school coach in the state of Florida. Uh, there are so many expectations, so many demands. And I was blessed enough to be one of the top coaches in the state for a number of years. So the stress of staying on top because mm -hmm. you are no longer hunting you're the hunted mm. by everyone there you go and they're looking for any and every way to bring you down yeah. so you had to be aware and my stress level was increased daily by you know the actions of young men that weren't old enough to think for themselves yeah and I had to be accountable for those guys as well as deal with the parents who thought that their kids were NFL players at a young age when they weren't. And then the administration who were getting bashed by the parents. So it was like a trickle-down domino effect. So that caused tremendous stress for many, many years. Mm -hmm. and, and some of his players actually did go on to play in the NFL, by the way. Wow, how yeah. cool is that? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Congrats. I was trying to keep that quiet. It's too late. <laughs> it's out there now. Right. But, but it's stress. It's living it's stress. with stress. It's an unhealthy way to live, right? But you Correct. see, but that's still an I am. Right. Mm -hmm. right? Because the body's going to do what the body does. Right. Now, you can take that stress and you can, like, again, this is where I think my Zen training sort of came in. Like, you can just modulate it. And the best way, I think, to manage your own stress mm. is to help somebody else with theirs. Mm. Sharpen the saw. Sharpen the saw. But also, when somebody else feels that you've helped them with their stress, there's there something in, in, inside joke? I don't know. Sorry, I no, I was okay. sharpen the saw. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. He's pretty sharp, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's the yeah. seventh habit, it's, actually. Is it? Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Well, there we are. Sharpen and the saw, which is teach. Teach what you've learned, right. and you will only become better at it. And you know, in, in medicine, there's a, an adage, you know, see one, do one, teach one. Dr. Right. Joe, yeah. I had yeah. no idea yeah. he had become this intelligent. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> it is amazing what age and a good wife will do. Yeah, you see what, how his I am has changed? His I am has changed That's tremendously. Right. We're always changing. Because we were always looking, I am Mark. That's right. <laughs> that was right. it. <laughs> And that's the thing. That's what it, that's what the I am is so cool about. It's so easy. And the I am, as we say, often actually towards the end of each show. So here here it is. Yeah. The I am leads to two basic principles. The first is because everything's interconnected. A small change in any one domain can have a big effect. You don't need to change everything. Think about it. Small changes can have a big effect. Mm -hmm. My guess is that there was some moment in your lives where some person walked into your life and you fell in love and married them and have a family. I know it happened to me. It happens to a lot of people. These small changes right. 
can have these big shout out to Danielle Manalakis Foster. <laughs> okay, like, you're right. Like the, right? there's no Tyler without Danielle That's walking right. into his life. That's right. Small moment in time where he bumps into Danielle. Exactly. And now he's up here right. visiting me, looking at Ivy exactly. League colleges and, and, with his son. And I'm getting goosebumps just right. thinking about that because right. it's so amazing if we are just aware of it. Right. Yeah? yeah? These small changes can have big effects. What's important about it is for folks to realize that means you don't need to change everything. Right. So relax. You don't need to Many get stressed goals. out. Right. You make these small changes, you stick with it. The second thing I think is even more important, and mm -hmm. it gets back to this value thing. Mm -hmm. Because everyone has an I am, because you're part of someone's home or social domain, and you have an influence on their biological domain through their I see. How do I see them? How do I think they are seeing you, right? Mm -hmm. This means you control no one, you influence everyone. Think about that for a moment, mm -hmm. folks. You control no one, you mm -hmm. influence everyone. Every action you do has an influence on someone yep. somewhere, and you get to choose the influence. That's why I encourage kids when they turn 18 to register to vote. Mm -hmm. It may be that small change, it can have a big effect, but your vote counts. Mm -hmm. It can influence people you will never meet. So please, make sure you register to vote. So folks, we spent a lot of time today on the I Am approach. I am so grateful. We've had a great time. Yeah, we have. The I Am approach, you can look at it. I've got four books out there. Go take a look at them. Shrand, Amazon, Amazon Smile, Donate to Drugstore Theater, and we're done. What a great show. It's I'm glad we were able to finally dive deep into the thanks. Thank you, Dr. Joe, for having us. And oh, thanks for Mr. being here, Styles. Styles Law. All right. Pleasure, Roy. <laughs> I am. We'll see you next week.